Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And uh, we got the live stream going on TikTok. So for our live viewers, if you have anything to add, feel free in the comments to sound off. So yesterday, John Podesta gave a press conference, brief press conference from the White House. The pizza head with official White House lettering behind him, giving a televised conference in D.C. about how we need to reduce inflation. This guy is such a failure. He should not be the point man on reducing inflation. Because <laughs> although he claims to be a progressive, he's actually a total regressive. And so fighting inflation really just means using that as a foil to go after anything he doesn't like. So he doesn't like Bitcoin because he was too lazy to ever read, a, read up on it. Doesn't like Bitcoin because he was so busy maintaining his little coterie, his little coterie of influencers at Daily Beast and other media outlets. And in the meantime, the biggest computer science revolution since the internet itself trucked right past him. <laughs> right past him and many others in DC. And it was right under your nose the whole time. You could have gotten into it just like the internet was America's thing 20 years ago. But instead, you tried to crush it. Again, he's not a real progressive. All his organizations and foundations are positioned as if he's a progressive. A peer-to-peer -peer currency with no central bank needed in the middle is one of the most progressive developments of all time. Right? So... The goal of many progressives for years was to support these credit unions. To support local credit unions is an alternative to the too big to fail banks. You could bank with a local organization in your own community. So Bitcoin is essentially a money union, not a credit union, not a bank-like organization that people come together to offer. Instead, a money union, people coming together and saying, hey, we're going to treat this as currency. We're going to treat this rare spectrum, rare spectrum of space on a blockchain as actual currency. And John Podesta doesn't like that because, again, he never he never called any of his friends in Silicon Valley and humbly said, hey, can you educate me on this? Instead, he just tried to crush it. These boomers in D.C., know, they know only one thing, the band hammer. That's all they know. <laughs> It's one dance move, no matter what the music is, it's always the same dance move. And uh, so again, yesterday he gives this press conference and many people in the comments of, uh, you know, the live stream stuff on ABC News and CBS, the comments on YouTube, a lot of people calling him out for his WikiLeaks, which now have disappeared. So I, I had some level of confidence that even though people didn't understand what I was talking about, that in the future, some future journalists would be able to just look up those WikiLeaks and they would be able to, you know, continue where we left off several years ago. But that can't even happen now because they've removed all of his WikiLeaks from the Internet. They're all gone. I mean, what is a pizza torture chamber? What is it? What's a pizza torture chamber? How do you rent pizza for an hour? Why is this guy getting spirit cooking invites? from Marina Abramovic, what is a spirit cook? In the context of those emails, what is a spirit cook? Uh, the, the stuff at the farm in Virginia, the gang is going to the farm, the gang being John Podesta and some of his friends, including a former
Department of Justice attorney. And for some reason, they're all being invited to a farm to hang out in the Virginia woods with a six-year-old. A six-year-old, a seven-year-old, and an 11-year-old that they have no biological connection to. I mean, literal circumstantial evidence of child trafficking. And the woman who's delivering them seems like some creep, absolute creep who built a website to show off her kids, or sorry, to show off her grandkids. And you could book time with them. You could book time with the kids. That's not normal. Booking time with somebody else's toddlers is not normal. And why were these 70-something-year-old lobbyists in D.C., why were they working with this woman? Why were they working with this woman and booking time with her grandkids to hang out with them again at a heated pool on a farm in the woods in Virginia? Who are these people? And again, I had confidence that other people would pick it apart in due time. But now that won't happen because they've deleted all the WikiLeaks. People have forgotten about Assange. And now you got John Podesta literally speaking on behalf of the White House. One of the most shameful things I've ever seen in my entire life. Makes me ashamed to be an American. To see that guy up there with the White House letterhead right behind him. Absolutely shameful. I don't know what else to say, really. It's just, like, disgusting. So I'll take comments in a second. But I wanted to bring up one other thing. Uh, let's see here. Go through comments. A whole bunch of comments, but I want to stay on topic here. Uh, so John Podesta's niece was a subject of the Twitter files, part two and three. Uh, his adult niece. And curiously, after an in-person meeting with John Podesta, days after the Twitter files were released, uh, Elon Musk's Tesla received the long-delayed approval of a $7,500 tax credit on its SUV, their SUV model, boosting sales immediately. Wow. And here's what journalist Laura Logan, who's been retweeted by Musk, here's what Laura Logan said about Leslie Podesta who served on Twitter's Trust and Safety Council, basically the censorship team at, at Twitter before Musk bought it. So she tweeted out, while you sat on that council, children were being trafficked and you knew it and at best did nothing. You should not just be able to walk away. You should be held accountable. And then Elon Musk responded to her. I'll put this screenshot on today's post on the website, so you guys could see it. Uh, Musk responded to her and said, Indeed, shame on them. So the world's richest man and the owner of Twitter, giving some vindication and validation to people who've had concerns about the Podesta family. Indeed, shame on them, he said. Now, of course, Musk didn't go far enough, because after meeting with Podesta in D.C. and getting that tax credit for his uh, SUV model, after getting that, he seemingly dropped the Twitter files, and this stuff hasn't gone any further. And now John Podesta's on TV. Nobody's made out better from Pizzagate than John Podesta. So anyway, just want to update you guys on all that. Uh, when you have somebody like that as America's Rasputin, right? he is currently America's spiritual, economic, and military leader. Because old Joe, Joe Biden defers to this man. He defers to this man on policy. 
this anti-crypto boomer who was born into his Federal Reserve box and who's been credibly suspected of some pretty heinous things I can't even talk about here. But uh, if you go to my Twitter page, I have the video about Podesta pinned right to the top of my Twitter profile. That's it. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.